0: this is your first time listening, welcome to the Simple Successful Business Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron, and I'm here to help guide you to taking your coaching business full-time. So we're just going to dive into today's episode because it is so juicy. It's so good. Definitely make sure you have something to take notes with because it's that good. We're going to be talking about how to break up with convince me energy. So let's just dive in. What is convince me energy i've talked about this before but essentially convince me energy is my term for that energy of not trust It's when you believe in other people's ways more than your own, like putting other coaches methods or strategies or business models on a pedestal of being better or more like whatever than yours. (laughs) It's basically the energy of when you don't trust your own methods, you don't trust your own unique brilliance, even trusting yourself is not something that you do. And you can't have an aligned and full-time coaching business without trust. The thing, too, that I want to mention about this is that energy is so important. And it's also like the one thing we have in our disposal that can't be faked. People feel it. You feel it. And so you really have to make sure that your energy is right before you take any action, before you introduce any strategy, because it is going to weave into everything that you do. So with all of this, right, Convince Me Energy can look very different from how we think that it does. And that's why you have to be aware of how it can look in your coaching business so that you don't let it sabotage or keep you from being aligned in full time. So let's talk about some ways that Convince Me Energy can look and show up. I want to start with your coaching business as a whole. So one way that I've seen this is through babysitting. And specifically what I mean by that is like I'll give an example, right? So whenever you go to make a new post, you keep refreshing and checking every new notification because you want to see who liked it, who saved it, who's commented. You also have to know like who's engaging, who's not, who's possibly just being nosy, right? All of this is like what is your priority after you make a new post. This is so interesting to me because this is one, like a key component of like being in convince me energy, but it also leads to spinning out after, you know, it's been an hour or two since you've posted and you feel like no one's liking it or no one's clicking the link in your bio or even no one's purchasing or applying to work with you inside of your coaching offer. So with that example, I really want to bring this home, right? That convince me energy creates a thought and a story that, All of these things that are happening means that whatever it is that you're doing is not working. So it builds the belief that it's not working, which impacts how you show up or how you stay committed to the process of continuing to go even when it feels like it's not working. And then the cycle just continues. There's also how convince me energy leaves you wondering why it's been however long, whether it's been a week or a month since, quote unquote, You've done everything, and you're wondering why people still aren't buying your coaching offer. Again, this is rooted in creating a story that things aren't working, and it's building the belief that you may not even be aware that you have or that you're even building All of that contributes to you becoming an aligned and full-time coach and it impacts your energy, which is why it's so important to be mindful of the ways that convince me energy is sneaking into your business. So you see the pattern here? Your energy informs your thoughts, which builds your belief. Now, if you're familiar with the model by Brooke Castillo, uh, you know that circumstances create thoughts, which produce feelings. Generating actions that cause results. But what we're talking about today in this episode is how we're adding the component of energy into the mix. And convince me energy is what we definitely don't want. So, how else can convince me energy spring up in your coaching business? It can also be following strategies that you know are misaligned, but you do it anyway because that's what you believe is going to make you successful. Again, this is part of Convince Me Energy because it's how you're, one, assuming other people's methods or strategies or way of doing things is better than your unique brilliance. But two, it's also assuming that actions create results when thoughts and energy do. I know, I know, take a minute to let that sink in. This was the biggest lesson that I learned last year, and it completely changed the way that I think and operate inside of my coaching business. Actions don't create results, but thoughts and energy do. Even without going that deep into it, you can probably think of examples of this, like wanting to have a template or a guide to follow when you're working with a coach, I, I think there's so much familiarity of what we don't want. Like, you know what a business strategy that leaves you feeling icky or slimy looks like, but what doesn't get talked about enough is that you also know what an aligned strategy feels like in your body when it's not just the action itself that lights you up and that feels exciting, but it's also because it's aligned to you and your unique brilliance. Convince me energy keeps you from feeling that. That's why it matters. That's why we're talking about this. And it's also why strategy alone can't build an aligned and full time coaching business. You have to align it to your unique brilliance, the energy that you truly want to be aligned with. So, so far, We've talked about how convince me energy can show up for you as a coach, but remember how I said it's sneaky, right? That also means that it can show up for your clients as well, which is why it's so important to not fall into the trap of your clients convince me energy either. But let me back up for a bit. For you as a coach, this shows up as the core belief, the built belief that you don't trust your current or future clients. Now, rock with me for a minute. You might be thinking, Cameron, what are you talking about? Of course, I trust my clients. But like I said, this is a sneaky energy. This is a built belief that you may not even be aware that you're carrying. That's why we're uncovering how it can show up, the different ways that it can show up. You can be aiming to book your first client or maybe your hundredth, right? It doesn't matter. Every single coach, no matter how experienced you are, no matter how many years you've been in business, every single coach is susceptible to carrying convince me energy of not trusting their clients. But let's talk about how that actually looks. So with your current clients, this can be consistently or constantly reaching out to check on them to see how they're progressing or assuming their silence means that there's something wrong. And when you encounter these things, you're always jumping to the worst case scenario. This is actually something I encountered in my previous group coaching program. So I equated having a successful program as one where everybody was visibly engaging and showing up. So when the group platform got quiet, when people didn't show up on calls, I spun out. I made it a problem because of this built belief that I didn't trust my clients. I didn't trust them to be the sovereign people that I know they are, meaning that I trust them to ask for what they need. They could not attend a call or not post a group because they're more of an individual dependent processor, or they don't have questions that week, or they're just not there yet in the process. They could be caught up in their own built beliefs about how they want to engage or be seen, their own kind of mind drama of what's stopping them, right? Even stopping them from asking for help. There's a thousand thoughts and beliefs that could be coexisting alongside my own that could have nothing to do with my own thoughts, and beliefs. So yeah, it's one way that this version of convince me energy could show up. So now how do I navigate this belief when it shows up? I don't make it a problem, but What I do now is I make it clear what's available within my programs like very early on, even before my clients become my current clients. I let them know exactly how I can support them and how they can reach out if they have a question or they feel stuck, but I trust them to use it as they need, even if that means that they are shyer or more independent than I expect. And as a coach, I know that my job is to provide the structure and the tools, but the possibility of transformation is something that needs to be coexisted within the relationship between me and my client or my clients. I can't want it for them. I can't make them do anything. I can't make them watch modules or show up to coaching calls. That's all on them. That's part of making the coaching experience one that's rooted in co-creation and self-sovereignty, not just telling someone what to do or giving them a blueprint to follow. So that's how I navigate Convince Me Energy with my current clients. But what about future clients? How can Convince Me Energy show up for them? Aside from all the things that we talked about earlier, which can definitely apply to future clients, I also see this come up with DM drama, so like following any kind of DM formula where you feel like, oh, I need to send a welcome message to every new person that follows me, or I need to DM people whenever they comment on my posts. It's also like this idea that you need to follow some sort of hack or trick to boost engagement or whatever, but this can also just look like bullshitting and wasting time in the DMs with not fit clients as well. So I want to be clear here that when I say not fit clients, I'm not being mean and I'm not judging people. I'm simply talking about the people that aren't a good fit right now to join your coaching program. That's all. So convince me energy shows up in all these ways, but it also shows up when you're bending or even breaking your own boundaries just to make a sale or book a client. So this could be giving a discount or creating a brand new payment option that goes against your unique brilliance or how you even want to run your business just because you feel the pressure to secure the sale. Or it can also be adding all these extra steps in between someone learning about your coaching offer and then them applying or joining it. So I'll give an example. For me, the process that I use for my private coaching is there's an application to apply, There's following up that's done via email, and then we either move forward with onboarding you as a client or not. That's it. (laughs) And like we talked about in the last episode, I embody the energy of being the freebie. So by the time somebody applies to work with me, they already know who I am and what I'm about from my content. So if I choose not to do things like host a webinar or do sales calls or go back and forth in the DMs, I really don't need to, and it's really not necessary. There's so many other examples than just the ones that I've talked about in this episode, but I just want to get you starting to think and be aware of the ways that Convince Me Energy can show up for you. The point that I want to make here is that Convince Me Energy is all around you, but learning how to get out of it can help you to step into being the aligned and full-time coach that you're meant to be. All right. That's it for today's episode. If you want to have guidance in taking your coaching business full-time, I want to invite you to join me inside private one-on-one coaching. All of the information as well as the application is available at www.cameronglover.com forward slash coaching, which is linked as always in the show notes. All right, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.